Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Hey, welcome to the Double Dropkick Show. I'm Heath Mulliken. And I'm Mark Whitman. And we've been recording today, and we were recording. Mark said, hey, have you seen the Roman Reigns? Jay Uso match. I'm like, no, no, I haven't. I don't have the network. Mark said, "Got to see it." Let me tell you, I I can't remember the last time Mark said, "Hey, you need to watch this match." A current WWE match. Mm-hmm. So we just watched it, and oh my gosh, that was great. That was a great match. It was methodical. Mm-hmm. It was emotional. Mm-hmm. It was dramatic. It told a tremendous story. It was the complete opposite of that ridiculous street fight thing we watched. No, you're right. The complete opposite version of that. Right. There were no bells and whistles. Yeah. It was just two guys that went in there and had a fight. Yeah. It was the most basic of matches. Yeah, it it literally was Cain and Abel yes. for the most part. Right. It was, it was the Cain and Abel. And so, before we hit record, I was like, can you imagine this? And then Mark said, this is what I would do. I was like, wait a minute. I want to hit record. So, it ends with Rome. And I told you, I don't think it's going to – I'm not going – it's not going to be an incredible thing. Do you remember um, – when they really started the role of Lesnar being the the unstoppable monster was with John Cena at yeah, SummerSlam, where he just, he just decimated yeah. John Cena. And I think that's what you do. I think when I think Brock comes back and you know, there's that moment where him, what him and Heyman are going to do because wait, who you know who yeah. side in you? You know, Heyman's acting neutral or whatever. And I think you come out and and hey, have a good fifteen. I'm not talking about a three minute match. Yeah. I mean, a good 15-minute match where Roman ragdolls Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And beats him. Yeah. And Heyman goes off with Lesnar. I mean, Heyman goes off with... Reigns. With Reigns, yeah. And you save Brock for those special occasions, WrestleManias. You give him a Goldberg contract. He'll come back and, you know, he didn't have to talk. Right. Brock doesn't need to talk. No, he just needs to come throw he some people He just needs to around. come beat people up. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh And you can get a baby face Brock Lesnar run out of that. Where now he's gonna stand up to Yeah. You know, you build somebody else up as a big monster and, and he stands up to them. You know. Wow. I don't think it's gonna set the world on fire. It seems pretty simple and pretty logical and right. easy to me. But I'm sure you know. And I asked you, I have not, I don't really pay attention to, um, I haven't really been paying attention to WWE, uh, but you said people are digging the Roman Reigns. Yeah, from which what that I, was awesome. From what, what I, I understand, just everybody's, I mean, and like I told you, I think that this is what everybody wanted. I think everybody knew Roman Reigns was a top guy. Yeah. And they want to be behind him. They want yeah. to get behind him. But I th- we used the analogy talking off the air. I, I said, you know, you, Luke Skywalker, if the first time you met him, he had a black cloak on carrying a lightsaber. Yeah. And you didn't get to see the whiny little punk kid. Yeah. On Tatooine. 
make the hero's journey that Joseph Campbell talks about, mm-hmm. it goes back thousands and thousands of years. Yeah. And it's a simple formula. They just want to see a guy become a hero. Nobody wants the hero to show up fully formed. Right. Right. You know, if Batman has to have the journey to become, but he has to have the thing happen with his parents. He has to get right. to get whooped the first night he goes out in Batman year one. Yeah. All that has to happen to get you to where he's the dark Knight. Right. And I think that people just wanted that story with Roman, and now they're going to give them that story because that's what he's going to do. He's going to be the heel yeah. until the day comes when he's got to stand up for, for what's right. Right. And then people are going to be behind him. Right. And then it, it'll be – can you imagine when he turns baby? The pop? It should probably be good, hopefully. And hopefully they right. do it right and they right. do it well because sometimes they, they know how to tell stories like that in Correct. that company. Right. Um. They just seem to have lost their way doing it, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's a pretty accurate statement. They've just lost their way. And, I, I yeah, WWE just um, – And it seems – look, I don't know. I don't know why. All you can do is go by what people who have been there have said, and that is you have a lot of people that have never, <laughs> never been in a fight. Right. That don't know anything about wrestling, booking wrestling. Right. And booking fights and how people talk to one another. And, and that. They don't have experience doing any of those things. That's the story that you hear from people who have left that company. Right. And you have an, an old man yeah. <laughs> sitting on top of his throne that don't want to abdicate. Yeah. To somebody who might know how to do it a little bit better in 2020. Yeah. Well, the story they told in that match, the the dialogue between Roman Reigns and, and Uso was uh, just so good and so real. Like, there's that's not – they did not have to – I guarantee you they did not have to say, hey, Roman, you should say this. No, mm-hmm. they just – it was naturally mm-hmm. what they did. Yeah. It was good, man. And, it was a great match. <clears throat> I enjoyed it. That's the second time I've watched it. I enjoyed it just as much the second time. Uh, the commentary was great, too. Mm-hmm. This is a cakewalk. I don't want to be disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. I hate using the term cakewalk, but Roman Reigns, this is a cakewalk for him. So I wonder what. Uh, yeah, I wonder what's next for Roman Reigns. I don't know, but I, I read somewhere there again. Who knows? All these so-called reporters. I think a lot of them just say stuff. You know, right? That uh, a lot of this was was his idea. Like yeah. he, he went and basically said, you need to turn me. Yeah. Because the, the, what you're doing is not working. Right. Let's try Can we try something else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'll work. Yeah. You know? And I, and then I think he asked for Heyman and they needed something for Heyman to do. And so, I mean, I don't know how much truth is that there, there is to that, but I mean, it makes sense. We were talking about how chiseled. Roman Reigns was, and what it just seems ridiculous now that he was wearing a vest all these years. Yeah, yeah. If I had that, I told you, if I had that physique, I'd never put a shirt on. Right, just I'd be walking around in January, <laughs> with a, freezing with no shirt on. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, that was a really good match, and it was interesting to see Jey Uso. Um, you know, we've seen this before. We've seen. Ricky Morton and Ric Flair had a tremendous summer-long uh-huh. feud. Yeah. Of the tag team guy mm-hmm. who 
gets a shot at the champion and takes a run at it. Uh-huh. They told a tremendous, tremendous story. And it's not done, you know. You know, right. They're, they're having a match at Hell in a Cell. Okay. Uh, where Roman is teased, I don't know, nobody really knows what he means, but he basically said, you need to understand this match is going to have the highest stakes of any match you've ever had. And nobody knows what he means by that. Oh, wow. But the general consensus is eventually there will be a heel stable of Samoans. And which, if you recall, I told you five years ago, if they really want to make some money, they should put Heyman with the Usos and Roman Reigns and maybe a couple of the other of the Samoan talent on the roster and do a, do a Samoan um, heel stable. You did and say that. I remember saying I that. wish I knew how to search 700 hours of audio Yeah, be to nice. try to find that. I'm sure somebody one day will pick out some 30-second clip of something I said that's completely and utterly offensive to everybody <laughs> walking the face of the planet and what? use it to cancel me. What? Um, oh, no, we'll never would, be able to find that. They would find that, and then you'd be eligible to run for president. That's right. Well, yeah, good point. Um, wait a minute. So who would who would the other ones be? I think it was, it was just the three of them. And maybe uh, you got Nia Jax. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think The Rock's daughter. She's, she's starting side. to wrestle, yeah. And I, I kind of think if he can, especially if we're still in a pandemic when, when this happens and Rock ain't got nothing else going on. Yeah. Um, if you brought him, if you kind of had Roman out cutting the promo about I'm the one that runs the Samoan yeah. family and blah, 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 and then the Rock comes out. Yeah. And then Roman has the match with Rock at WrestleMania and beats him. Golly. That would be... If he is going to wrestle The Rock, he's going to have to add some muscle. He is because he's a lot bigger than a lot of people, but he's not a lot bigger than than Dwayne. Old Dwayne put on some muscle mass. I don't know if you know that. He has. has. And I'm going to tell you what. uh, You you can edit this out if you want to check the time. Seriously. Because I know how you are about some of this stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I'll give you a second to find out what time this yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. What time? Because I don't know if you'll want me to say this or not. Okay. Um, even though it's no uh, it's no secret that I'm a drinking man. Yeah. I don't hide it. And you don't, you know. I've right. said, I'm a, but um, his tequila, uh-huh. the Terramana tequila, yeah. is incredible. Really? Oh, it's, it's incredible. I mean, it's, it's every bit as good as Patron and Casamigos. See, I'm not, uh, obviously, I didn't know Rock had a whatever. Yeah, it's like the top-selling tequila in the world right now, I think. Uh, Is there anything he's not good at making money in? I'll be honest with you, I don't think he's the one down there cooking it up, you know. Now, Mark, (laughs) Mark, uh, don't disparage the Rock on this show. I'll edit that out. (laughs) But, but yeah, if if you like a good tequila, the Respacito... What's that there's, mean? Well, there's three types of tequila. Yeah. The, the the silver or blanco is the white tequila. The cl- it's clear. It's, it hasn't been aged. Yeah. And then uh, I think it's Respacito. Yeah. It's been aged a year. Yeah. And then Añejo. I'm, I'm you know I may be mispronouncing, but Añejo uh, is a three year age. Yeah. And so the price difference is reflected in each in the aging. Uh. But if you're looking for a good 
premium tequila that's not uh, going to set you back like a bottle of Casamigos or um, maybe even Don Julio, which are all in that 50 to $60 range. A bottle? Yeah. So the Terramana is somewhere around. It's more. How it's, many drinks you get out for fifty? You get, you get quite a few. Okay. Well, it depends. Depends know. on. But this is intended for shots, right? No, I no, don't no, no, know. No, no, no. Oh, it is. You definitely can take tequila shots. Yeah, and right. I mean, I'm, it's uh, some people's shots are a little bigger. Yeah, uh, but I tell you what, I like. What do you like? There's a there's a mineral water called Tapa Chico, and it's okay. got a twist of lime in it. Uh-huh. It's just lime flavored. You just pour, uh, you know, two fingers. I, I got, you know, you saw my Charlie Brown cup. Yeah. You know, some ice. Uh huh. Two fingers of vodka. I mean, uh-huh. uh, two fingers of tequila. Yeah. Top it off with a with a Tapa Chico mineral water, and then throw a twist of lime in there yourself. Uh huh. Man, it's refreshing. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing, man. It's amazing. I have one every day. Really? Yeah. And I've survived the entire pandemic. Well, that could be the cure for it. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's got something to do with it. <laughs> I don't mind telling you at all. But the Tapa Chico and the Twist of Lime goes good with everything. I do that with rum, bullet bourbon. Um, I have some vodka at home. I have had a vodka and tonic last night. See, y'all, you're like, you could be talking about Russian... Women. Politary history. I have no- <laughs> women. Oh, shut up. I know plenty about women. Uh-huh. I got all this knowledge. I can't put it to use now. That's right, man. That's right. That's how I feel about wrestling. We got all this knowledge. We got we got the podcast. But I told you, I, may, I don't know if we were recording or not, but I just said I wanted us to have another run. Yeah. But you was head of creative. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think maybe we were recording. I don't know. We probably were. We've been recording all day. Yeah. I'm starting to get mass throat. Again. It's a, yeah. It's kind of tough, man. You got the mask hanging around your neck. Yeah, I forgot to take it all the way off after yeah. we went to an it, undisclosed location. That gets old, man. The the mask thing is. I don't like the ones that go behind the ears. I don't like how it I don't like, well. I was going to say I don't like people messing with my ears under circumstances. But anyway, I don't like the mask that hang behind your ears. I have to, yeah. I like, this one goes all the way around the uh, head. Man, I don't, see, I don't like that. That's too much trouble. I'm behind the ear. The mask just doesn't bother me anymore. No, I'm fine I think with we've it. talked about it. I, um, I hope the mask never goes away, even though yeah. I, I don't necessarily like wearing one for hours and hours at a time sometimes. Yeah. Um. But like to walk around the store with yeah. the, the it's very hard to to have any anonymity mm-hmm. at you know six foot five and three hundred and ninety pounds. Yeah, when you walk into a room. Yeah, and you know everybody turns and looks at you. Um, so for me that little bit that extra layer of the anonymity and, yeah. and that division between and being an introvert too. Yeah, that little division between me and people, and then standing six feet away from me is like my comfort zone's always been about six feet. Right, the, the world's just catching up with you. Yeah, man. So, like, I don't mind the way things are right now. Right. I don't like people touching me. I really don't mind um, going into a store or a restaurant 
I absolutely don't mind. You minded the restaurant for a while. Oh, the mask. I thought you meant just going into. I. You really resisted the restaurant thing for a long time. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it is what it is now. Yeah, I mean, if you're out in the world doing stuff, you got to. I mean, I've been going to work every. It's like you. Yeah. You didn't ever quit going to work. No. No, I went to work every day. So, I mean, it just didn't. It just wasn't a thing, man. Like, I mean, I, I, I worried he, about it for a while, and then I went, eh, I mean, I'm having to do this. And I'm probably right. going to get it at some point. I'm sure I've had it at some point. Right. Um, I almost gave blood this week because I could, they could, you could have got the they, – we had a blood drive at school, and you could get uh, the antibodies. You could see if you had it. And uh, I almost, I've never given blood. I am paranoid of needles. Really? I am – you should give blood. You feel better after you give blood. I feel you know? fine now. I mean, I know, but what I mean is, like, it's good for your body to drain some of the blood out and make new blood. I, I feel fine now. I feel fine. Well, I get it. I get what you're saying. You're scared. I'm scared. Yeah. I Listen. I get it. I'm scared of everything. But what I mean is, I think if you ever did it, you mm-hmm. would realize, wow, I feel like you get an energy burst from giving blood. Now, not right afterwards, you're going to feel a little tired and sluggish. But, like, the next day, you feel you feel better when you give blood. Really? Yeah, man. How many times have you given blood? It's been a year or two. Um, I gave blood maybe two years ago because I had a uh, – I don't know. I don't get um, too in-depth, but um, I knew a child <laughs> – uh-huh. Who was taking blood transfusion? Oh, I got you. And he would, they would charge the family for the blood. But if you went and donated blood for them, if you gave a pint of blood, yeah. he got a pint of blood for free. So I went and gave blood, or he got it at a. The family got it at a discount. I can't remember it, but I know that like we had a blood drive for him, and I went and oh, gotcha. That's and, awesome. And gave blood. I, yeah, I, oh, it's just in my head. And I know it's just in my head, and uh, I, that's one of those things that I'll probably need to overcome eventually. Tell you what, next time we have a blood drive at school, do it, man. I'm going to skip it again. You're helping somebody. You could save I somebody's know. life by giving blood, man. Oh, Mark, why did you tell me that? Because you know, you know that gets to me. You know that but that'll motivate me. That's a good because I, I could be a hero. Is what you're saying, right? Because right now you're not. Oh golly, you. He's just a short, chubby, fat guy who's losing do his they, hair. Do they, do they even want my blood? I, you know. Am I losing my hair? No. It was just funny to say. She said, everybody makes fun of me losing my hair. I'm getting my hair cut the other day, and I said, you know, my brother's completely bald. And the lady said, oh, your hair's fine. Yeah, yeah. You got yeah, And then she gave me her phone number. Actually, she did. No, I know she did. Ah, you know she know did. She you know did. I'm not asking for anybody's phone number. No, but you need to give blood. Everybody should give blood. Yes, I would encourage support everyone to go give blood. Okay. It supports. A good Do they call. give you a cookie if you give blood? Yeah, man, you get a cookie, man. Sometimes you get orange juice. Sometimes they give you one of them little half a cans of coke. Oh. You know? uh, and you just sit back there. After I'm you getting lightheaded it. just thinking about it. And you're going to get to talk it. to some pretty young lady. Really? That's going to come up and take your blood. And she's really? She's going to be all sweet to you. Can I get. All right. She's going to smell like. Um, 
sugar cookies or, or pears or something like that. And she's going to be all nice to you and hold your hand for a few Is minutes. Is she really? You know, it's a great, yeah. I didn't know about all that. It's amazing. It's like a whole other world that I, I, what have I been missing out on? You ever wonder why nice looking young ladies don't talk to you? Because you don't, don't give, do things like give blood. Yeah, I don't give blood. <laughs> That's the only time they talk have to you me. Have ever, you ever given plasma? I don't know. No, I've never given plasma. Not that I know of. I can't remember. I just always, I mean, I don't give blood like every week, but I mean, if I'm, you know. Every once in a while. I think you can make money for giving plasma. You can. But if you've reached that point in life, you know. But if I can be a hero and be nice and get paid. Yeah. Yeah. Are you scared of needles? Is yes. Is that what you said? Guilty as charged. At least you don't. Although if I got my flu shot yesterday and I was talking to somebody. and Because I, I knew he's about to give me a shot. I'm going to start talking to this person. I didn't even feel it. I mean, a flu shot's nothing anyway. No. Have you had your blood drawn before? Yes. And, I, it, and it hurt? It hurt my feelings. But, but like, seriously, did it hurt you to get your blood drawn? The, it did not physically hurt me. It, it, it tore your stomach up it, a little bit? It. The anxiety. And, I, and the last time I had to have blood drawn, it was like, Hey, we're going to go ahead and draw some blood. I was like, whoa, 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 I mean, that's in my head. Because I'm like, all right, I need, I'm going to need an appointment. I'm going to need, <laughs> I need a few days, to, I need think a few days to think about this. But I didn't. And I just, now I just know, look the other way. I try to think about something. We're just going to feel a little prick. And it's, <laughs> it feels like it's draining the life out of me. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm so glad oh, I made you laugh. Oh, oh man, that's funny. You're just gonna feel a little prick. <laughs> well, that's what they say. Yeah, that's what she said. That's what you tell them all. Oh, shut up! Shut up! But edit that out. They don't. <laughs> have a blood drive the double drop kick blood drive Let's do it. you give blood and it'll be the blood we put in the capsules for the match there the you go blood capsule the blood capsule that's that chicken blood what's let's while we're talking about blood what's the dumbest thing you've heard about from a fan talking about blood and wrestling we did a whole episode on blood yeah the blood capsule thing is, is probably you know. did, did you ever hear? I mean, I've heard people. I, I did. I got my upper lip split one time mm-hmm. underneath. You know that little piece of skin? Oh, yeah. That in your upper lip that connects to your gum right there. Yeah. The guy went in and his elbow hit me right under the nose and it split my lip open under, yeah. underneath. Not on the outside, but underneath. And it, it tore that little piece of meat Ugh. and split my lip. And I started bleeding. And I heard. He's got he, he put a blood cap in his mouth. But and I looked over at him and flipped my lip up and showed him the gash. Did um have you ever heard somebody say it's chicken blood? Uh people used to tell me that. Well, yeah, I get that chicken blood and I'm like, how in the heck do they get Well, chicken? you know, actually that is a um it's not chicken blood. It's it's the Ricky Morton did the thing where he bled from his mouth one time. Yeah. What they do is um 
They took a condom. Right. He drew his own blood. Uh-huh. He filled the condom. Yeah. Or, the, or a little balloon, whatever. Yeah. Fills it up with um, with the blood, ties it off. Yeah. And then put it in a glass of hot water so it yeah. wouldn't clot up. Right. And then before the match, you throw it in his cheek. Yeah. And then when it was time, you bite down on it, bust it in your mouth. Right. You bleed from the mouth. Yeah. That's an old trick. Mm. Or you but, can just get elbowed in the mouth. But it's not chicken blood. It's it's, a, it's, it's real. It's blood. your blood. You use yeah. your blood to do that. That's an old old trick. And then you can you do the hard way. The easy way or the you hard can, way? Or you can. What's the? I know we did a whole episode, but what's the origin of? Is the origin of the term hard way just as simple as that? I think it is the hard way. You did it the hard way. Oh, gotcha. There's an easy way and a hard way to get. Gotcha. Blood. I thought there yeah. was. I think that's how. That's all. Can there you is make to up it. a story real quick about that? <laughs> well, there's this guy that had a burrito stand. <laughs> that's it. That's the one. That's the one. We were talking about that. I can't remember. What was it? Pepe. <laughs> on the last episode and i can't remember <laughs> pepe's tortilla. It's funny i didn't even i didn't know that's what you were talking about <laughs> I, well, I wish i knew what episode that was i do too but it's classic that's a throwback right there <coughs> Yeah, that's back when you used to ask me random. You would ask me about origins, and if I didn't know, I would just make up a story. What What is a body Donna? <laughs> well, <laughs> I made a story up. I forget, I forget the story, but I remember it making was, it up on the fly. It was um, a guy. It was something about a guy and his valet. Yeah, and like uh, he was good looking, and she was ugly, or something. And I don't know. He, but it was the way you started. You were like, well. You know, a body Donna. In- <laughs> <laughs> I remember telling that. Yeah, I was, and I made that one up on the fly too. I think Pepe's burrito stand was like the origins of Lucha. the mask. It was why, yeah. the, why the mask was <laughs> Pepe. That should be a T-shirt. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, it was the origin of the burrito. Right. It wasn't the origin of the mask. It was why. Where did bur- the origin of the burrito? That's and it right. Was because the guys didn't want to take their mask off to eat. They That's kept, right. And they kept getting their masks dirty, so he started rolling it up in a tortilla so they could eat it and wouldn't get anything on the mask. No, this is a great yeah. Pepe. You're a genius. That's good. Speaking of burritos, I had the Hardy's prime rib burrito for breakfast, and I highly recommend. I need to try. Except, one. okay, so when I. When I um, pulled it out of the bag, I'm like, man, this thing's kind of small. Kind of like the burrito, the dollar burritos at Taco Bell. You get those, you're like, what is this? This is uh-huh. tiny. But then it was good. It was huh. good. I'll just say that. That was a good segue. Yes, it was. i tell you what I've been, uh, I've been doing here lately. You told me about it uh, <laughs> right after you moved here. Yeah. It's the, the, the DoorDash and the Grubhub. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so great. That's amazing. I, I amazing. I'm man. surprised you can get so many options in Pendleton. Well, it's, it's Clemson, man. Oh, yeah. They go to all, everything. I actually signed up for the. I do the Grubhub ten dollars a month free delivery deal. Um, I don't even know if Drake knows that's a thing. Yeah, you pay ten dollars a month, you get free delivery. 
That's crazy. On a lot of stuff. Not everybody. Right. But, but pretty much everything is over $15, I think, you get free delivery. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I use it many, many times. And it's great. I love the fact that I can set a delivery up. My wife wants right. some, There's a place called the Whimsy Cookie Company. Mm-hmm. She said, I'd like to have one of those cookies. They were closed last night. So I went on Grubhub last night and set her up a delivery for 11 o'clock this morning. I did it last night huh? and, and entered the deal in. Yeah. 11 o'clock this morning. I got a message sitting here that said your cookies have been delivered. The other week, it was, uh, you know, I'm out running around doing things. My wife went out of town for a week, and I needed some supper. But I had a lot of things to do, and I wasn't going to cook. But I, you know, so I scheduled my delivery for 730 in the evening. Yeah. For for my Chinese food. Yeah. And never thought about it again. And it was there. And then at seven thirty, I got a message. This is so and so. I just dropped your food off on the on the front porch. Yeah, Drake loves it. It's amazing, man. It's such a. I was telling somebody at, at, at work, I guess, and they said, "But don't you have to pay for for them to do that?" I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, it's a service they're providing. It's not right. like people are riding around out of the goodness of their heart, going to picking right. your food up and bringing it to you. <laughs> Obviously, it's going to cost something." I talked to a young man who lived in Alabama, mm-hmm. around the University of Alabama, and he would make, he would work like two hours and make uh-huh. $50. Wow. And I thought, that's not bad. And he's like, you know, you're driving your car around, but if you're in if you're in that kind of place where it's, yeah. and you're not going to easily pickings and all mm-hmm. the way around, it's not too bad. But, uh Uh, but the, uh, yeah, I'm telling <coughs> you, it's the wave of the future. It is, man. It is. It's the wave of the future. I remember telling somebody 15 years ago, you know, it'd be great if somebody started a service up where you could just go get people's food for them so they didn't have to leave the house. Yeah. You know, but I just don't have the desire or the know-how to get something like that off the ground. So You can actually, fi- like, uh, Drake ordered food one day and it was like, they were almost talking to us too much. It's like, hey, I'm just heading to the restaurant. Hey, just got to the restaurant. Hey, just got your order. Hey, I'm on my way. Hey. And they had delivered here before, and they are like, are you the house where I got to go? And and I couldn't figure it out because somehow they had to go and do a U-turn and then come back. I'm like, why can't you just turn into our driveway? Right. Like, what's the – like, right. you, you literally drive for a living. Yeah. And you can't turn into our driveway without going down somewhere, turning around, and then yeah, that doesn't coming. make any sense. Uh, so it was, it was weird. Yeah, I, 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 you know, DoorDash doesn't have as much in our area. Yeah, I kind of like DoorDash because they they update you by text or yeah. by notification yeah. a little bit better than than Grubhub. But Grubhub sends you a text message when the food's there. Yeah. Which is good. And there's just a lot more options for us. What was the one you were somewhere and they didn't bring your food? That was, uh, I mean, I don't blame the DoorDash for that. Yeah. It was just the driver. It was a, evidently it was a scam somewhere because somebody agreed to do it and then they changed their mind. And then somebody else agreed to do it. And then we wind up getting our food like two hours later. I, I like, oh, so you didn't get, you got your food. It was just cold and, I didn't have to pay for it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they gave me my money back because, I, I mean, I just registered a complaint and said, look, it's been an hour. And you had two drivers say they were going to get it. Nobody right. got it. And they credited my account the price of the food. And then it was weird. I got on the other day and saw that the restaurant that I ordered it from, it blocked me from being able to order from them again, and I, which I found laughable because the food was disgusting. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't going to order from them. It was authentic pizza. Where's that at? This was down in Tampa Bay. Oh, okay. Um, so I don't know the name of the place, but the, in the deal, it said we have authentic Italian pizza or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, well, uh, you don't know. Yeah. So we ordered it. When it got there, I'd ordered some bread sticks yeah. with marinara, right? I had a cup with the tin peel off lid of Heinz marinara. No, you didn't. Oh, yes, sir. That, and I, I mean, I just, I gave him a terrible review. I said, you can't call yourself authentic pizza and then send me Heinz marinara. You know who high, used high, the Hunt's marinara was old Pizza Buffet in Seneca. Yeah. On their bar. I mean, with the pasta. If you got uh-huh. pasta, that was the sauce. Right. The pasta was good. The pizza was okay. That dessert. That dessert was where it was at. I wonder if they're open. That's too far of a drive. That's too far, man. Yeah, that's We're going to have to find bad. another pizza place. There's one that we passed up here near the Doodle Trail. Yes. Right downtown there, I noticed. I saw it. Uh, it's kind of, if it's the one I. There's a Pizza Inn in Easley, I think. There's a Pizza Inn in Pickens, two miles from this very location. Next time. Next time. We'll get it right. I don't know what that's from. I don't get that Bob reference. Seger, man. Oh. Next time, we'll get it right. I'm not a big Bob Seger fan. He's not a big fan of me, though. Not a surprise that he you're did. not a big Bob Seger fan. I mean, I like turning the page. You like U2, like, you like U2 and Hootie and the Blowfish. I'm not surprised that you're not a Bob Seger guy. Okay. Well, against the wind. Yeah. I, maybe I do like Bob Seger. I yeah, know maybe I was, he can do it all. He can do it all. You need a you need a song about looking back on your life and realizing how Down far you've come Street. against the wind. Yeah. You need a song about looking back on a on a love late at night, Main Street, Night Moves. You, night need, a, moves. you need a song about two older people that know they're not in love but just want to spend the night together. He'll jerk a tear out your eye. We got tonight. Who needs tomorrow? But see, I thought that's Ken, that's Kenny Rogers. No, it's not. Why don't you? Who wrote that song? That's Kenny Rogers. Bob Seger. No, I mean, they both sang it, but they, didn't Kenny Rogers write I'm not – Bob Seger definitely sung, sung it, and he sang it great, but so did Kenny Rogers. I know it's late. Yeah. I know you're weary. I know your plans we don't include me. tonight. Kenny Rogers and Sheena Easton did a version of it. You're right. They didn't do a version. No. I, who wrote that song? Find out who wrote that song. I want to know. That might be Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie and Kenny Rogers collaborated on a bunch of stuff. Did you know that he wrote The Gambler for Lionel Richie? Really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, well, you had me. I was like, hey, maybe. I'm going to tell you a great album. Is, okay. uh, right. I mean, just. I'm sorry. From the Wikipedia page. Yeah. We've Got Tonight is a song written by American rock music artist Bob Seger. That's awesome. Okay. From his album, Stranger in Town. Yeah. The point is, yeah. you need a you need a catchy jingle for your for your 
action cop, action comedy buddy cop movie, you got Shakedown. Yeah. <laughs> That's You right. know what I mean? Shakedown, takedown. Everybody loses. Bob Seger can do it all. Bob Seger. We were riding down the road underrated. yesterday. No, not underrated. Underrated by me. He's, he's just, you just, I mean, you know, he's Bob Seger, man. He's not yeah. underrated or overrated. He's Bob Seger, man. So we're riding down the road yesterday. I told my wife, I said, I want to hear some Seeger. Yeah. She's got the Apple Music where yeah. she can play whatever she wants. I said, do me a favor. Will you go to the Apple Music page and play me a little Seeger while yeah. we're riding down the road? She said, what do you want to hear? I said, once you get to the page, there's really no wrong There's really no wrong choice. Right. Just hit play, yeah. and I'll be happy. Yeah. And I did, and I listened to Bob Seeger all the way from Greenville to, to Pendleton. That's and, awesome. And I sang at the top of my lungs about rolling away and being against the wind and turning the page. And then I said, I wish you'd stay. <laughs> you know? Um, and, boy, it was a good time. Have ball. Uh, so Lionel Richie put out an album. I can't remember the name of it. But it was all of his – it was his songs. Uh-huh. But he but he does duets with country artists. Yeah. I love I – mean, it's, it's awesome. Like, he does um, – I mean, just all of them are great. I remember that album. He does um, – he did one with Willie Easy with Willie, Willie Nelson. Nelson. yeah. That's why I'm easy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm easy like That's Adam Sandler. I'm going to tell you, if you want to hear Willie do it. <coughs> you ever heard the song Breathe by Pearl Jam? No. Just Breathe. No. All right. It is. It's a, My dad and I were listening to it uh, the other day. So it's Eddie Vedder wrote this incredible song who he had written all these teenage angst songs that you grow up with, you know, right. and then he, you grew up with him and now he's an older guy and he's happy and he writes this song. And one of the lines is I'm a lucky man to count on both hands, the ones I love. And, you know, it's just a really, really nice song. And anyway, Willie Nelson and his son did a, a version of it, did a cover of it. And, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's really good. I'll have to check like, that out. Yeah, definitely check out Willie and his boy doing Just Breathe. I'm going to pull it up right now let you hear it. I love some Willie Nelson. I need to read his book. Yes, you do. Does he read? If he reads the audio, the audio book, I might, that might be worth the deal. It would be cool, wouldn't it? Are you playing that song for me? I can't play it on here when we're listening. Right? I mean, when we're yeah, you can play. I mean, as long as it's, we don't play more than like ten seconds. I'm going to play the song. What you going to get out of it in ten seconds? I can tease. You don't have the attention span of to listen to enjoy. Like when well, we were, even when we were watching the Jimmy and 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 or the Jay Uso and Roman Reigns match, I would keep, I would have to keep going. All right, something important for you. Watch this. I want something. But I wasn't on my phone or anything. I <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but you, you would get you wound up, and I would have to go, hey, hold on, hold All on, right. you're going to miss. Like, this is what makes it good. Gotcha, you know? okay. Well, uh, we're going to listen to Ten seconds. Can you play ten seconds of it? <laughs> well, I was just going to pl- I was just gonna give the people a tease and oh, let them okay. know what you were talking about. <laughs> That's an ad. <laughs> Mark does not have the Apple music, and so he has to. So I, play it like, on, I have to watch the ads on YouTube. Yeah. You this know. is this is not an approved ad for the Double Dropkick show. The only yeah. approved ad is patreon.com slash double dropkick. They're going to let me skip. Evidently, <laughs> they think I got something. They showed me a McDonald's commercial <laughs> and then an irritable bowel syndrome <laughs> commercial. 
Hey, me. I, Boy, they know me. Yeah, they do. Right. They do. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now. You had me in the heart, Mom. I got the pee-pee. <laughs> hey, for the Double Drop Kicks, I'm Heath Mulligan. I'm Mark Whitman. <laughs>